be honest, it's very similar to Assassin's Creed, which is probably why I enjoyed the game. And so I was looking forward to the movie. So, and, <laughs> and then it's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hello and welcome to another episode of Geek Sweat. Today I'm talking to Dom and MKH about video game to film adaptations. This episode is about the Hitman franchise which consists of seven video games and two films. From suits to barcodes, we'll talk about what made Hitman great and how that translated to the big screen. Enjoy the episode. Hello again to all our listeners and welcome back to Geek Sweat 2021. Um, so this is Cult Film and we're going to take a meander through the world of the great and the not so great world of video game to film adaptations. I'm Jay and welcome. Uh, today's topic of discussion is Hitman and once again I've got the wonderful company of the gruesome twosome, MKH and King Dom. Ciao. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I know, exactly. Wow, I thought we were friends. Obviously not. We are, we are. But, you know, you're still pretty gruesome. What changed over New Year, Jamie? I know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, it's been locked down, like, for forever. So it's just work and no play now, isn't it? That, that's the definition of New Year, New Me, isn't it, Jamie? <laughs> it was all yeah. nice before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is the new me. I'm yeah. not so nice anymore. Mm. <laughs> Boris, yeah. not to end lockdown now for Jamie. Let's get her out. Who cares about isolating? Yeah, by next uh, episode, she'll be called as Dumb and Dumberer. This <laughs> gonna get more and more mean. You, <laughs> you never know. Episodes. You never know. I mean, like, I've, I've had my first jab now, so. Oh, yeah. nice one. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see if I grow an extra arm or a leg. Or oh, for or a tail. Or, or a or third eye. Or third my, eye. My coccyx might expand. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, mm. but then you know, it's new technology as well. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, like, it's it's not the same as you know taking a part of a live virus and giving it to you. You know. Yeah. You know. Um. So I mean, it's almost like a pseudo virus because it's using. I mean, it does what a virus does. It uses your own body to create a protein, mm. <laughs> except it's not creating, you know, it's not producing a, the whole virus. It's only producing a small segment of the virus so your body can, can um, you know, um, recognise it. Yeah. I, but, lo- yeah. I love how people have tuned into the Science Bros podcast just now. <laughs> it quickly <laughs> went from geek sweat to Science Bros. <laughs> Well, actually, talking about Hitman, because that's all about kind of like genetic engineering and stuff like that. So, you know, okay, it, it, yeah. it's, it's kind of on the... I get you know, the segue. That's nice. <laughs> I'm just marvelling, like, MKH, how you managed to set up the expanding coccyx line with your quip about the tail. <laughs> that was great work. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, right. Getting back on track then, shall we? Okay, yeah. so, right. So, so Hitman, like, it's had, like, seven games now its first release was in the year 2000 um and then it's like had um hitman 2 silent assassin in 2002 hitman contracts blood money absolution and then you had hitman rebooted in 2016 and then hitman 2 again in 2018 and now they're actually they've they've announced uh, hitman 3 to be released in 2021. So sometime later this year, they're going to have another Hitman out. Um, right. So, and 
So going back to the to why we're actually here. Um, so <laughs> the films, yeah, Hitman two thousand and seven, and we had another Hitman um, film, Agent Forty Seven, in two thousand fifteen. So have you guys seen the films? Have you guys played the games? I have played the game Hitman 2 uh, at the time it came out. Um, yeah, I remember enjoying it. It seemed to be a big thing at the time um, because I think there were a lot of, you know, just basic, very basic shoot 'em up games. And then this was something completely different. It was a stealth game. It gave you a lot of autonomy. The graphics were really, really good for the time. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think a lot, a lot of people were excited by it. See, I, I remember the games for um, creative ways to kill people. I, I, I mean, it was one of those um, types of games where it's like, how, how, what's the funniest way to kill this person? Yeah, see, I'd imagine that's actually the opposite of being a real hitman because a successful hitman would not be really flamboyant. You would probably kill people in the most boring way possible. Like poison. Yeah, Poison's pretty boring. So I've seen the the first film um, and I've played quite a few of the games. And what I found most interesting about Hitman is that it's basically fantasy assassin porn. Like like you said, like what's the funniest way I can kill? I, I'm still a killer, by the way. Like it's vicariously living through this, this bald guy. He looks like he was born out of the same goop as neo in the matrix like just bull like it looks like a default character and i don't know whether that was done on purpose to like let anyone embody him because obviously he has to do like all of the different disguises and stuff like that i don't understand why he had to be bald because that just makes him stand out like a sore thumb that's what i'm saying like that's why i thought it was just it, it was just a default character and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. He like he wears the same clothes all the time. Mm. He's got this um, barcode tattooed on the back yeah. of his head that he never makes any attempt to hide. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's 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 like if it it is it's basically game developers saying this is how an assassin should never be. Like, we need an assassin <laughs> that actually looks like he comes from Cuba. If he's going to assassinate someone in Cuba, maybe we need someone that looks Cuban, not someone that looks like he could get, I don't know, um, skin cancer from a winter sun. Like, it's just really... I, I just find it was really interesting in that that sense. But, um, I, yeah, I've, I've always enjoyed all the, the games and pushing people, like, a dead body over a ledge, like, just throwing a dead... Yeah. I don't know why... I. I Maybe this is something deep within me, but I always like, like <laughs> hiding the bodies. Yeah, <laughs> it's it like how like... long? How long can I hide the body for before it's up? Uh, before it's I had found. this weird thing about like always hiding the female bodies, but having like the male bodies on display. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you sure you want to tell us this? <laughs> this like, really by illegal team first. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, please, no one check my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> well that's the first place the fbi are gonna look yeah yeah definitely oh <laughs> uh, yeah no i i played the um video games but i came late i i think the first hitman game i played was absolution and then i kind of went back to blood money and contracts so um i think historically the games have always been like one contract after the other where i think absolution was one of the Few where there was actually a storyline so mm. but um to, to be honest it's very similar to assassin's creed which is probably why i enjoyed the game and so i was looking forward to the movie so and, <laughs> and 
Damien was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What was going to say about this? So, some, some, sometimes it's like, you know, some video games should just be left alone. And I, I, I really enjoyed some of the action scenes, but I think overall Hitman doesn't translate into good storytelling. Yeah, and I think we've already mentioned why it doesn't, because it's so absurd how this guy gets himself into these situations and is by all accounts, a successful assassin. He should have been caught after his first mission. But let's <laughs> but before we before we get into like the film and how bad it is, <clears throat> let's 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 speak about like the things they got right. Obviously we've got the barcode, we've got the suits, we've Ooh, got the bar see see in the opening sequence of the 2007 one the one the one with um Timothy, Timothy. Oliphant. Yeah. yeah Timothy Oliphant. I can Oliphant. I just say Timothy Oliphant is my second favorite actor whose name is nearly an animal. Mark, <laughs> who's your first who's your first mark ruffalo oh mark ruffalo <laughs> yeah. yeah oh dear uh well the opening scene he, they had the barcode on the boy's neck did you notice that yeah that it was a bit weird to me yeah. it to yeah. me it was like every other scene it's on the back of his head but in that opening scene it's like like it is, it like is a bit too skin. low. <laughs> yeah, it's either it grew up and went around his head, or he had a skin graft <laughs> or something. Like it's just weird. Which was it? Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. Okay, so, so back to what they got right. Yeah. So Timothy actually shaved his head for the role, like which I think is fantastic commitment. Because I don't know if you've seen him um, in in. He's got like, a full head of hair. Yeah, his hair is lovely. He does. I would not like to cut that yeah. hair off. Like it's thick. Like he's out there, like it's very well groomed because I remember him from um, Die Hard 4.0 uh, where he played the, the baddie and that. Like he, he's got lovely hair. Mm. Um, so yeah, he, he committed to the <clears> role <throat> very much. I think um, it was definitely at the time where people saw uh, like video game adaptations as a cash grab. So mm. I think that's yeah. where... That's where all the good stuff ended with that film, I think. Yeah. What I mean, you, you I, think? I, I really enjoyed some of the action scenes in both in both films, but I just mm. thought the storyline was lackluster. And um, and what was that in um, the, the first Hitman film, that, that, that silly little romance subplot with, with Olga, with, uh, what's her name, Nika? Well, they're not Sydney supposed Cup. to be romantic, are they? Why are they giving him a love interest? He's like I know. a machine. I mean, yeah, he's supposed to be like a, this unfeeling man robot. <laughs> 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 but they, yeah. like, they gave him this like semi-love interest, you know. As, as, it so was semi being the operative word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like seeing siblings kiss. Like, what were they even thinking with that? Um, I've, I have a question. Um, do you think... The only reason they did um, Hitman is because um, in, let me just check, in in 2002, they saw a short, stubby bald man in the form of Jason Statham do the exact same thing. And they thought, hold on, like, where, where the originators of this? <laughs> Are we talking transporter here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now you mention it, um, you know, Hitman's relationship with Nika is very much like Jason Statham's relationship with um, the woman he has to transport in the transporter. Yeah. In the back of his car. 
yeah. <laughs> the same package he wasn't supposed to check, by the way, like because mm. that's that's the one mm. thing that's good about this transport. He never checks his his cargo or whatever. And then on mm. this occasion, he decides to do it. So yeah, I think they saw what happened in 2002 and said, no, hold on, we, we can do this much better. Like we've got an actual assassin, tall, I don't know, wide frame, like the original, the original, if you will. Do you think that's what they suffered from as well? They were trying to emulate the transporter. Well, they were trying to emulate a few things, weren't they? I mean, there was definitely a lot of Casino Royale in there as well, which had come out the year previously, 2006. Oh, there's a bit of John Wick in there. There's a bit of Transporter, Max Payne. It's all but of that kind I think of it genre. Predates John Wick, but there's a lot of Casino Royale, definitely. There's that completely unrelated scene at the beginning with the um, African minor bad guy who likes to run around with a machete, <laughs> which is weirdly similar to Casino Royale. I mean, was that a thing in the mid-90s? Apparently it was, mid-2000s. <laughs> yeah, there's Africans running, being chased by, like, like husky white men. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, even the end, I'm going to, like, just jump in there and give you a spoiler. Even the end is like Casino Royale, where he's got the sniper rifle and, yeah. And there are other similarities in between. I would have liked to have seen more nice, you know, unique action sequences. I, I felt the action sequences were, were fun and they were great, but they could have been better. It's also a bit like the Terminator he um like conceals the gun with a bunch of flowers and then he drops the flowers <laughs> in slow motion. Do you think it, it it this for this film to have been anywhere near good, it would have taken a lot of creativity because when you look at the Hitman games, especially back then, there wasn't a lot a lot to take from the games. The storylines were very basic. The character the hitman, Agent 47, didn't have any personality whatsoever. I think he has more personality now. Um, in the film? Yeah. Well, well, in the games back then, did he have any personality? I, I don't think no, he did. No, it, it was just contract after contract. It was yeah. just like, kill this person. So I'm talking about, so the new game, well, the late, well, the latest game that I've played was Hitman 2 that came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they've given, they well, the person voicing him, somehow is trying to give him more personality, which they didn't have the luxury of back in 2007. So they didn't have a lot to work with. So I think they'll picking and choosing, like they'll cherry picking different things they fancied, like uh, Dom's alluded to, Casino Royale, um, Terminator, just any big, they're trying to do a compilation. Like it's like, I don't know, Greatest Hits 1998. Like they're trying to get all the best bits together and trying to shove it into this game. Well, this film that's based off a game because they didn't have much to work with in the first place. So I think the game definitely, I mean, the movie definitely, movie 2007 definitely suffered from that in yeah. that sense. They didn't have enough to go with. I mean, like, it's not like he had a whole history behind him in the games. It was basically he was, you know, engineered to be a cold, silent killer. And that's pretty much all you really get from the games. So I suppose they had to fabricate a little bit of something else. Well, they ended up junking that anyway. The the little the games gave them was that the hitman is a clone, and they actually mm. junked that in favour of orphans or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah the they orphans did. being taken. Like, like yeah. come on, man! You could even get that part right. I would prefer clones. <laughs> I don't. I don't like orphans being kidnapped. That's not. That's why I draw the line. <laughs> Kill as many people as you want, but don't take the orphans. Leave them alone. Think of the children. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but I was going to say. What did we think of the directing? Because um, 
the director who I'm just looking at his photo now looks like an absolute psychopath on Wikipedia. Like, <laughs> Does he? <laughs> yeah. Writer looks like an absolute psychopath as well. If you haven't seen the writer who is called Skip, Google Skip and give yourself a laugh. So Skip like, Woods. Oh. Xavier Jens, who's a French director. Think, wouldn't that be like Xavier Jean? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I absolutely butchered his name. Yeah. I, I, I really, fair enough, because he absolutely butchered the film. Yeah, I really anglicised his name for my own gain to make it easier for myself. Yeah. But, um, and then Alexander Beck, Bach, Betch. Of the second one. Yeah, the second one. <laughs> yeah. Betch, Bach. Who knows? Oh, well, we'll yeah, get like... onto that batch later on. <laughs> so, yeah, Skip on. Woods looks like a, 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 what's it called? A blended clone of um who's the guy who starred in the warrior i know who you mean or like he looks like you know if mickey Rourke had had more plastic surgery and done more boxing <laughs> yeah you, you mean tom hardy <laughs> are you talking tom hardy what do you mean uh, the warrior no no the warrior so um was it the warrior was that the film that um mickey walk was in the was wrestler? it the Oh, yeah, the wrestler. What was that? Yeah, the one. Yeah, the wrestler. I, knew, I knew what you meant, though. Yeah, yeah. I knew exactly <laughs> what you meant. Yeah, the wrestler, Mickey Rourke. It looks like a... a so Skip Woods, who wrote this film, he was he the screenwriter. He also wrote the second one. So let's just talk about Skip Woods for a minute. He's had two attempts to make Hitman a franchise, which has failed. He has also written Live Free or Die Hard mm-hmm. and A Good Day to Die Hard. So he has ensured that Die Hard has died with a whimper. Exactly. <laughs> this guy's an absolute maniac. Yeah. He's a so, maniac. And his other films are X-Men Origins Wolverine, which, which was is the, one worst the worst one. It's it the, was worst the worst one. Yeah, exactly. But they still keep hiring him, don't they? <laughs> Maybe he's going to be given out a lot of hand jobs. That's why. Yeah. But yeah, this guy's... He's also made a film called Sabotage, which sums up what he does if you give him an opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's harsh. Yeah, Um, Sabotage is a film starring Arnold for some reason, which was released in 2014. It is about um, David Ayers. Oh, my gosh. That's another guy that you shouldn't let get his fingers on anything. Um, So Pichel's the leader of a... DEA team whose member whose members find themselves being hunted down after they steal money from a cartel raid. Boom. Well, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sorry, Skip. You need to skip on somewhere else and find a new career. We don't want to see you in films anymore. Um, so with that, uh, means... that is our last word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're being quite harsh today. You, you know what? Guys I think are it's so horrible. No, you know what happened? Yeah, I think catchy, you set the tone. Why. You set the tone by calling us the, the gruesome twosome. And now. I only said it because it rhymed. Yeah, and now we're just letting everyone have it. <laughs> oh. Well, if that's all I've got to do to set you guys off. We're triggered. No, absolutely. We need a safe space. <laughs> and it's not here. We're snowflakes. <laughs> So looking at the budgets as well, I mean, like they they actually bombed in the box offices, which is, you know, unsurprising. So box office for Hitman 2007, that was 101 million with a budget of 24 million. 
And then for Agent 47, box office was 82.3 million with a budget of 35. So, uh, you know, Hitman 2, Agent 47, that had a bigger budget, but it did worse. (laughs) And can I just say, was, because I haven't seen um, Hitman Agent 47 because one Hitman was enough for me. Um, Was it a continuation or was it a new clone that they used for that film? Despite the presence of Skip, it was another (laughs) part us at the story, which was equally bad in a different way. Yes. Oh, my God. I I agree. I mean, uh, well, so so you had Olga um, as Nika, um, which was kind of like a romantic love interest, and then you had Anna Weir as um, Katia Van Dies, which is French for 90 because it's Katra Van Dies, um, Mm. (laughs) which was a nice play on words. Which kind of like gave me the eye roll, but um, so Agent Ninety um, was played by Anna Ware, Hannah Ware, sorry, and she was kind of like she wasn't like the you know um, the same as Nika's character, which was you know because Nika was kind of like the femme fatale kind of you know help me kind of girl, whereas um, Katia Katia's character was kind of like I'm trying to find my father, but secretly I'm genetically engineered as, as well to be another agent so yeah slightly different at least she was she was a bit more kick-ass and she wasn't as helpless and pathetic um so yeah and in compensation Rupert Friend was considerably less kick-ass I mean let's he be was. honest he looks like a guy who is called Rupert Friend <laughs> yeah and uh, you know what out of the two agents I would prefer Timothy's um I think so I think Timothy Oliphant actually looked like the character Rupert Friend is like he's like Orlando Bloom or something he's even if he shaves his head it's unconvincing <laughs> exactly exactly and, and, and here's from a female perspective I mean Timothy Oliphant he looks good with no hair. He, he looks good bald. But Rupert Friend, oh, my God, put that hair back on. Yeah, no, because <laughs> yeah. T- Timothy's a beautiful man. Like, with, with hair or without hair, he's a very, very good-looking man. Um, he, he's got great hair when he's got hair, when he's, you know, when he's growing it all out again. But actually, he looked really good with, without. I, I quite liked him bald. Very which is weird. because. <laughs> so, so what do we think of the fact that Hitman 2007, Seven received a average rating of fifteen percent, and still they allowed this maniac with the to do um, another one. Yeah, to do um, another one because I think it was eight percent on Agent Forty Seven, wasn't it? Something like that. It was really low. It was lower than the first one. It was eight percent, and it was only because of the fact that it didn't completely tank at the box office that they allowed this man to a second swing at the um. Uh, of the at the wickets but um yeah i don't know man this is i I think yeah yeah i think um the best thing about this was timothy oliphant i hated the director i hated the the screenwriters um can't remember much for the for the music cinematography was average at best um the, the 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 supporting cast throw them all in the bin um yeah, that that's yeah. my and if you do anything with Hitman, play the games instead. You you'll get so much <laughs> more enjoyment out of that franchise than watching the films. I'm sorry. And the replayability yeah. as well. <laughs> exactly. Like, 
I I had to choke down <clears throat> watching Hitman. It was it was a tough slog, man. It, it was almost as tough as watching um, The Irishman, I, which I still haven't finished for the record. But um, and obviously I had to finish. <laughs> Give me another six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I obviously I had to finish Hitman for this uh, this take right here, but um, this this cult yeah. film segment. But yeah, I. I yeah, it was yeah. really bad. I have yeah. I made some notes while I was watching Hitman. I mean, you watched it. What would you say is the main location in that film? The predominant location in that film? Like as in in terms of a city in the first one. It's supposed to be Russia, isn't it? It's supposed to be Russia. The, the main it's setting is some, right. So one hour, 29 minutes into the film, it cuts back to St. Petersburg and there's a caption on screen, St. Petersburg, <laughs> Russia. <laughs> Is the level of intelligence that they think you're playing with? That's another thing. So, was he a Russian agent? Is that what we're led to believe as well? No, he was there to kill the Russian Russian president. Oh, okay. I he got was there on a job. Yeah, yeah, I got that was... mixed up. Don't yeah. worry, that's not actually important. <laughs> I, also... <laughs> I did also write down some of the dialogue from the film. Um, <laughs> This is like <laughs> random selections of dialogue from the film. We've got, I would thank you if I wasn't mad at you. That's just a character telling the audience how they feel. <laughs> Do you remember everything? <laughs> These are all um, Nika's lines. <laughs> Lines. It I, sounds I like a character of... that was perfectly flushed out. She has some really, really bad. She also has like this gem about. It says here that male penguins fall in love with females instantly. <laughs> that was the writer's attempt to give us some character. That oh was that, that that was the writer's attempt to show her interest in him. Because remember, because she, she tried to seduce him, right? Right, you can't yeah. seduce a robot, though. You can't seduce a robot, no matter how much you try. I've tried to chat up my my, my what's it, Alexa, many times, and she said, "I do not like you that much." <laughs> <laughs> so seriously, I actually said to Alexa, "Do you love me?" She said, "I think you're very nice." That's the response Olga should have got in um, <laughs> Hitman film. None of this penguin crap. Yeah, um, and then immediately afterwards, um, she says that um, she always wanted to own a vineyard, random. But at the end, he, like, buys a vineyard for her. So at least he was listening, right? And he didn't buy her a penguin, which he could also have done. And I just say, <laughs> as, for, as robots go, he showed that men are great listeners. He flew in the face of the stereotypes. So we'll give him that. Yeah, we'll we'll give him that. Yeah. The best okay. men are robots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> machines. Exactly. We, we we've been wasting a lot of time and energy on on female dolls. We need to get the men dolls out there, man. I'm telling you, we're missing a trick. I've got I've got some of his dialogue as well. Um, I'm gonna finish the job I was hired to do and find out who's behind this. That was actually written down and made it to the final draft. And said by an actor on the say so the director. Do you think? And I don't. I don't want to like. <laughs> I don't want to cast aspersions on the French director. But do you think his, the fact that English was a a second language to him, kind of um, enabled some of these very bad 
script lines to make it into the final edit. Like you thought that, that I... sounds great to me. This <laughs> is <laughs> gold. I don't think they paid much attention. That's what I think. They just didn't pay much attention to detail. They weren't interested in getting things right. They were just interested in churning out an action film based on a video game. Um, and they didn't do their research. They didn't yeah. do their research. Uh, the they barcode didn't can move attention. from his neck to his head. That's what we're dealing with here. <laughs> I know. That's Little the level like, of and continuity. That's a thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the level of continuity. Line. What are you yeah. going to do? What I do. <laughs> Which I realise he yeah. could equally have answered a hit, man. Oh, you guys are terrible. Um, <laughs> I think there's a theme like emerging with all these cult films that most uh, films that are adapted from games are just massive cash grabs. And, they are, they are. And, and I think we're going to have to be this harsh going forward. I think we've set the bar now. And we have to bring up our favourite lines from the films that we <laughs> we review in the future. Because <laughs> they are funny as well. I mean, I don't think of all the cult films that we've done, I don't think we've liked any of the films, have we? I don't. I think Assassin's Creed was was met with with, with more enthusiasm and love than what we're showing now to yeah, Hitman. Which, Hitman. ironically, the assassin theme running through both episodes. Um, so, yeah, if you if you want to look at a great assassin, maybe look, watch Assassin's Creed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's a better film, but also it's, you know, the, oh, the costumes and that. But Prince of Persia as well had some great costumes too. But I mean, aesthetically, it's it's a good looking film. Storyline wise, it's a bit. Yeah, exactly. I think it was carried by how it looked. Whereas this um, film is, <laughs> what is it carried? By? I don't know what it's carried. By. I think it's carried by Timothy Oliphant looking good. Yeah, his face. That's yeah. what I was going to say. His face is doing all the heavy lifting. He must have had. <laughs> He, he must have had four facelift surgeries after doing that film because boy, <laughs> it must have been so tight after doing that awful film. Yeah. Are we all in agreement here? We don't want to see another Hitman film. I think, you know, in the style of the Hitman dialogue, um, we're almost at the end of the show and we're about to wrap up and we all think that it's poor. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, w- I mean, if they do do another one, at least choose another screenwriter. <laughs> Someone who actually does. Good Seriously. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Don't hire Skip. Yeah, Don't that's hire the Skip. only requirement. Just get a new screenwriter. That's If you do nothing else, just get a so new screenwriter. We'll, we'll give Hitman 3 a go as long as it's not Skip writing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's all from us. Thank you. This is Geek Sweat. This is Goodbye from Jay. Malachi? Oh, ciao. I'm not Jay. (laughs) (laughs) And Dom. (laughs) Bye for now. (laughs) Bye, guys.